This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the feast of Jesus Christ, the Universal King, the 22nd of November. One of the most famous frescoes, indeed one of the most famous pieces of art in the whole of the Western world, is that of the Last Judgment in the Sistine Chapel. Even people who aren't very interested in art have heard or seen this masterpiece by Michelangelo. And it was a popular subject too for medieval and Renaissance painters. And in England, before the Reformation, it was not uncommon to find the scene of today's gospel depicted on the east wall of many a parish church. The Sistine Chapel fresco has always been controversial when it was being undertaken a censorship campaign known as the Fig Leaf Campaign was organised by some cardinals to remove the frescoes. When the Pope's own Master of Ceremonies, Cardinal da Cesena, said that it was mostly disgraceful that in so sacred a place there should have been depicted all those figures exposing themselves so shamefully and that it was no work for a papal chapel but rather for the public baths and taverns, Well, Michelangelo worked Cesina's face into the scene as Minos, the judge of the underworld. It said that when the cardinal complained to the Pope, the pontiff responded that his jurisdiction did not extend to hell, so the portrait would have to remain. The final judgment, as depicted in the arts, can appear a rather terrifying ordeal. But it is no fiction since it is ipsissima verba, the very word of Jesus himself. And there's no way of escaping what Jesus tells, that to whom much has been given, much will be expected. Today's feast is an anticipation of that second coming of Christ in power and majesty. This return will fill the hearts of God's faithful people with joy, but it will be terror for God's enemies. This feast is also a rallying call to saturate our world and everything in it with the spirit and presence of Christ. Pope Pius XI, who instituted this feast in 1925, the very year, by the way, our church here was built, he explains how we should go about instilling the spirit of Christ into our world. He wrote, he must reign in our minds which should assent with perfect submission and firm belief to reveal truths and to the doctrines of Christ. He must reign in our wills, which should obey the laws and precepts of God. He must reign in our hearts, which should spurn natural desires and love God above all things and cling to him alone. And he must reign in our bodies and in our members, which should serve as instruments for the inner sanctification of our souls. Each one of us has been given a divine vocation from God and we alone can fulfil or distort it. No one else can live our vocation for us. So it's of little importance if we are rich or poor in the things of this world or what our origin or class may be. What matters according to the divine teaching of Jesus is how we have lived and respected our dignity and that of those created like us 
in God's own image. For this reason, we try to live our lives standing daily in view of that moment when we shall be judged. Whenever I read or hear the Gospel of the Mass of this Sunday, I think of the occasion when a priest went to visit St. Teresa of Calcutta and wanted to know what it was that motivated the work that she was doing amongst the most destitute of Calcutta and elsewhere in those places where her sisters worked. And she took the hand of the priest and spread it out on the table and touching each of the fingers, she said, you did it to me. The final mystery of the rosary is the consideration of Mary being crowned by her son. She is queen of heaven and she shares in the royal status in the kingship of Christ. May she obtain for us a desire for the things of the kingdom of heaven where Christ lives, where he reigns and where he conquers. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, whose will is to restore all things in your beloved Son, the King of the universe, grant, we pray, that the whole creation, set free from slavery, may render your majesty service and ceaselessly proclaim your praise through the same Christ, our Lord. Amen.